Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Our Point of View. Our new podcast is touching on current events and a bunch of different topics, personal stories, and a, ride of, a, a wide range, of variety of topics. And uh, we've got my co-host here. Uh, we're going to introduce my boy, Latrell. Yo, yeah, what's up, man? Uh, welcome to our podcast. Uh, we kind of came up with this idea just from one night drinking, and we both said, man, we just wasted a bunch of good material and this is how we ended up here you know so this is kind of like a bonus feature hopefully some of you listened to our first podcast um our audio was a little bit off but uh i think we figured it out so let's see what happens what you think yes sir here we are and this is a live test this is a live test so um again we are going to talk about some certain things but it's not going to be too deep and we are just again testing our audio trying to get right for you guys to give you guys the best possible product and you don't want to be like everybody else either so bear yeah, with yeah. us perfect 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 way to bring us in but um i do not have my 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 video uh what is it adobe premiere on this computer so i can't show you but basically like i said this is a bonus feature so you guys might hear us ramble about something that's not even that important but we want to make sure our audio is good for the uh listeners but um but yeah basically when we look when i look at the video and then um i look at the video's audio that's coming from the camera the cool thing about it is that you'll notice that um, it'll have a waveform on there. So, like, obviously, it'll have a waveform. When we ain't saying anything, obviously, it's flat. Yes. So, it's flat. And then as soon as you say something, it'll say three, two, one. And then I can use that to sync up the audio when I'm doing a double uh, premiere with the with the video. I yeah, see yeah. the method in your madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's kind of funny, but, uh, you know, on TV shows, you know how they used to have, like, the clipboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. They use that to sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I think I leaned a little bit too far away from the mic, but we'll see how that sounds after. But um, I don't know. What else you got to say? I know you want to help me edit stuff. Yeah. Ask me about RSS. Oh, I could probably show you RSS feeds. Let me load it up while you talk. Uh, Yeah, we're definitely, definitely trying to iron out the process. As you can see, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get our Instagram and Twitter off of the air. So um, feel free to follow us in the near future at um, just our point of view. Um. And then again, um, it'll be on Instagram and Twitter. So you can definitely follow us and get some content there. Catch up on any past shows you've missed. It'll all be on the sites. And uh, we'll continue to push our social media and uh, just to build the brand. And family and friends, I was going to say, if you have a specific site you prefer to see us on, just let us know. Uh, yep. We'll add it there also. Right now, we're only currently, I got it set up for, uh, what is it, for... um. Uh, Amazon Music and Apple, which I feel like literally covers everybody because who doesn't have Amazon Music and who within our families don't have an Apple iPhone, right? So All bases should be covered. And um, and YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we have videos on YouTube also. You know, if you, if you prefer to see it like a TV show, you know, see the radio show live, see how the... Uh, I like how... I like when people say this and I, and I finally get to see it, but, you know, see how the soup is made or, you know, see how the... Well, what's the, what's, how do they say this saying? See, see how, how the, the sauce is made. Yeah, see how the sauce is made. That sounds better. See how the sauce is made. Then um, then yeah, then you can check us out on YouTube. And you just want to look at our pretty faces. You know, it's real Hollywood material going down right now. Don't look too hard. We both married, unfortunately. We are taking. Uh, I mean, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what time of the day you ask us and what time. <laughs> when I'm at work, I'm happy to be married. Right. right. When I'm home. Happy to be married. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell I will say depending on what time of the month. <laughs>
Luckily, we've been married long enough that you can you can make I can that get joke. Away with that. I can get away with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 20 years in, y'all. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> it's all disrespect with me. Nah, at least that's what my wife thinks. That's what Tracy thinks. But um, I don't know. So what else are we gonna talk about, man? I know you're an avid. Uh, Love you, boo. Love you, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are an avid uh, smoker. We can talk about that. We're in California. Absolutely legal. I do partake in the finest of uh, greenery. <laughs> Yes, sir. And um, yeah, man, um, I've been smoking weed almost. Well, actually, I kind of started late because at one point, you know, we did think we were going to the NBA and drugs were bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I actually didn't even start smoking weed till late, late high school, like senior yeah. year when I realized I wasn't going to the NBA. So so how you feel about this? I, I kind of like it. I, I'm cool with it now. You know what I mean? Like real keep it real. Right. So. The way one of my cousins put it, my cousin Derek, you know, the one that Ed called Kobe. But um, the way he put it is, I'm a washed up baller. I'm I'm cool with that. I don't care. Oh, I'm yeah. a washed up baller. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a oh, washed yeah. up baller. I know I, I was washed up, man. I was at uh, <laughs> I was at the gym the other night hooping with these youngsters, man, and and I was the only one taking the timeout. So. Reminds <laughs> <laughs> me of the time that we played with a uh, John John, bro. Yeah. Remember yeah, that after I was first back team. after the surgery? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like. That's, that's he made me so mad. He officially came, became Nini Hilario that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it started calling him Nini. Nini Hilario, yo. Nini, shout out to John, man. John's still around, man, actually. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking on Instagram here and there. I actually owe that dude 100 bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, see, here goes the RSS. So I'm kind of walking Jason through the RSS right now. He has our name in there, you know, put all our info. And it's kind of funny, like, they even got, like, the stuff in there where we could, um... Like trademark things. Um, hopefully, I'm doing a good job of talking into the mic. I feel like I wasn't right there, but um, yeah, like author details. Um, yeah, copy. So, so one of the things that I think I did right here, right? I used that just our point of view written out, and then just our POV. So, since I put that in there, technically, I believe nobody can use that now. Nobody could use just our point of view written out in full, and nobody could use just our POV. So that's our copyright notice, and nobody could take that now. So did you actually put the abbreviation into just in case we go J O? I mean, I guess we can. Yeah, we could do that. I'll do that right now. I'm making an update uh, with my partner. See, we real time, y'all. Real time. J O P O V. Yep. Oops. That would be our t-shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we could sell products on there. So merch coming soon. That'd be super nice, but um. Yeah, so primary, I had to pick a primary category, and I called it comedy because, I mean, I think you and I tend to kind of laugh about a lot of stuff, so I feel like comedy is probably perfect where we're at. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But I put comedy, music, uh, damn, I keep leaning back, but we'll see how that sounds. Um, I just leaned back just a few seconds ago, so we'll see how that sounds. All right, Fat know. Joe. <laughs> but, yeah, so I did comedy, music, and uh, society, culture, but, yeah, our primary is comedy, so we'll see how that, we'll see how that, that works out. At sports too. Um, maximum is three. Uh, I can take out music, but then I know you. Nah. I know you want to keep me exactly. Keep music. I already know. I just yeah, called yeah. you Fat Joe. Come on, man. We're gonna have could, a lot of music also, references. So I could take out comedy since we have that as our primary. There you go. Yeah, that might work. So we're going to sports. Ah, uh, don't tell me. I gotta scroll through. That's. BS, bro. Try not to curse as much. I usually curse a lot when we on here. Oh, yeah. 
But I'm trying not to curse as much. Trying is a keyword in that sentence. Yeah, exactly. So now we got music, society, and culture, sports. The primary is oh nope, it changes your primary. Ah. Uh, yep. All right. So let me see. Let me let me switch this back to comedy and see what happens. Nope, I only get to pick from those. Gotta have comedy in. Yeah, exactly. I figured you was gonna say that. Yeah, because we we want to be in comedy. We want people to laugh. Um, a lot of this is intended to uh, get just get a smile on your face, help you get through the day. Yeah, like like we said, it's just our point of view, and we kind of want to give our point of view. But you know, we also kind of want you guys to see how people who look like us, talk like us, act like us, feel sometimes. Let me ask you a real question then, though. Uh, We'll save that for a bigger topic at a different time since you were just talking about it earlier, though. But how do you feel about people who don't look like us on the outside but act like us? How do you feel about that? Um, Honestly? But then let me add some extra layers to that. How do you feel about that right now? But has that changed over time? Yeah, has it progressed honestly, positively or negatively? How you feel towards it, people like it, that? It's it's actually gone positive because before it was kind of a negative connotation. Like, why would you want to do that? <clears throat> it's almost insulting. But as I get older, I realize that it's not an insult. It's more of that we are the culture. <clears throat> we are pretty much what pushes anything urban forward. So that's gonna happen. It's a it's a result of it. It's a product of it, and it's almost a compliment. You know what I mean? Because be it that we've gone through so much, so much trauma, so much pain and torture, when you actually see somebody identifying with it and walking those shoes with us, yeah, yeah. it kind of almost makes you feel like progression is coming and more, we're getting more like-minded thinkers. And, and it doesn't even have to go to the extreme of that, but at, le- at least you see it and it kind of yeah. makes you feel more comfortable. You can kind of yeah. put your guard down and be like, okay, I see it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I will say, because uh, I agree with the, every single one of those points, and I don't want to reiterate any of those, but one thing that I would say is that the one thing that I don't like, and even one of my Filipino partners said it, you know what I mean? Like, he was joking, but he was keeping it real because he was being real honest. And he, you know what I mean? Like, he don't act black. He just been around black people, so he just is a black dude. Like, if you really look at him and talk to him and listen to him, but he, he was talking to me one day and he literally said, like, man, I'm black until the police show up. You know, but I get what he was saying, though. Like, we don't have that option, right? Like, Not we, at all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just can't turn off our color. But, you know, he was just like, as soon as the police show up, he's like, hey, hey, excuse me, sir. Sorry, sir. You know, but even if you and I do that, then we're faking. Yeah. You know, so, but but he was being real, though. But he was being real, though. You know what I mean? And he wasn't trying to, you know, he wasn't trying to talk trash or anything like that. But he was making a real good point. He was like. Black until the police show up. That's completely I think that's different. Everybody though, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> he was just mad enough to admit it. Yeah, that's the only difference. Real people keep it real. So you know, I, I respected it, and when he said it, you know, he laughed, but I laughed too because I was like, man, that's true. You know, because I because I know some black people really do wish I'm black until the black, you know, until the police show up, but it don't work that easy. We definitely don't have that option, man. Yeah. But, you know, luckily we've all had brush-ins. Yeah. All have had scary moments. All had encounters. Yo, and it's like, man. We'll, we'll talk about it at a later time, but we've all, I mean, luckily I didn't get arrested, and there's a little bit of 
thought process behind that because some of my boys believe I didn't get arrested because I was light skinned, which is possibly true. I'm not I'm not arguing that. It's possibly true, but we've been arrested two times for playing tag at friends' houses. Uh one in a white neighborhood and one in a Filipino neighborhood. And they called the cops on us twice because we were playing tag. And mind you we're in the eighth grade. None of these kids had ever had the police called on them before. Ever. So, you know. That kind of tells you everything you need to know about that situation. Eighth grade, you guys. Yeah, eighth Guns grade. Guns drawn and everything. Was it eighth grade twice or was it seventh and eighth seventh grade? Seventh and eighth grade. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think it was two separate years. In Scott's neighborhood, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. that's one of our other boys. Yeah, he lives in like a $4 million house in San Francisco with a pool. Uh, a house in San Francisco with a pool. So that one, I'm not too salty about. It makes better sense now. <laughs> I feel like our parents should have known better also, but then they probably didn't know we were playing tag. But then at, you know, at our other boy's house, you know, I don't want to give out their names, but our other boy's house, well, our our boy Mark, you know, we got arrested. I feel like we should have been okay in that neighborhood. Pretty diverse. Yeah, but, it, you know, it just takes one person, right? So nah, but Back then, man, in the 90s, Woo, Daily City Police, man. They were yeah. not to be messing with, boy. Woo! Yeah. Do you remember them days, man? Oh, my God. They didn't God. have anything better to do, they right? Were, they were worse than LAPD. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have anything better to do. So, you know. Oh, man. But but it is what it is. We made it past that. We grew up. We got big. We did well. We all succeeded. So, whatever. And we know. weren't even those dudes, man. Yeah. We, we grew up in the neighborhoods, man. But we were all athletes and private school kids, man. We didn't. We weren't out there like that, but it didn't matter. Yeah, it really didn't matter. Even though <laughs> even though I think we were... It's funny, too, because I'm pretty sure we were wearing our school uniforms, which would have yeah. been the pants. I forget what color the pants were. Like navy, navy blue? Navy blue corduroy. Navy blue pants, and we had button-down shirts. Yep. And they still arrested us. They're like, oh. Well, as long as they're black, it doesn't matter what they're wearing. Yeah. They're definitely stealing something. Something is not right. Why yeah. are they running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but anyway. You but... guys probably never had those issues, but yeah. Yeah. Real I'm, inner city shit. I'm actually, hoping, I'm actually hoping that we have a lot of listeners, you know, that, that haven't dealt with that, just so they can kind of see what it's really like. Because sometimes I kind of feel like everyone's only window into what it's like to be black is like movies and and the news and that and shit is fake exactly <laughs> and you know they're it's for a reason like there's a reason that they want to scare you from being around black people i mean we're always perceived as being you know in the wrong when something happens right always nine times out of ten which is technically basically always <laughs> yeah 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 I ain't gonna say it's literally always right because a lot of people don't understand what no, the word you literally always, is. You always want to give them that one percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they yeah. know what time it is, though. Yeah, so about 90% of the time, yeah. That's why your boy said until the cops come. Yep, yeah. And they throw it. Especially in this new age of social media, they see it a lot more. It's depicted a lot more. George Floyd, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Unfortunately, may that brother rest in peace and his family would benefit from it. But at the same time, man, there's a thousand George Floyds before you George remember? Floyds who you never even heard about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His families are still broken up. You remember that it. kid? Uh, so there was two kids. Uh, you remember the kid that was walking? I think he was like, uh, I think he was on some drugs. I forget his name. Um, but he was walking down the street with a knife, and he got shot like 16 times or something like that. He was on some drugs and he was like tripping. He was just walking in the middle of the street. The cops, the cops were in no danger of being injured. 
No danger at all. And they shot him like 16 times. Like this was in the mission back in the days, right? No, no, no. He's he he was somewhere else, man. I could probably even look it up. But so I'll tell you about that one. Then I'll try to look it up. But um, yeah, so he got shot um a bunch of times. And then you remember uh what's that one kid from uh something brown or Alton not Alton Brown. Alton Brown was the or something brown, it was the dude who was uh, jogging and got uh Ultraman Brown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, it's a different guy who the cops said he had charged the police and he got shot. I actually read up about that case. It was in was it in Cleveland or Minnesota or something like that? Somewhere weird. I don't know. There's been that, around that time there were so many man back to back to back. It was hard yeah. to keep track. And it wasn't until George Floyd where people were like, Oh, that was I the, see it now. That was the straw. That and Brianna Taylor. Back. Yeah, and Brianna Taylor Yo, and Aubrey and Speaking Aubrey, of Brianna Taylor, Brown. did you see that shit they just released on Brianna Taylor? No. Oh my God! This was the shadiest shit, yo. Let me look up that one. All this—the whole Breonna Taylor thing was over property, man. Property. Some rich investors wanted to buy that unit, and they were trying to tr make a trauma happen to, to to bring down the property value so they could end up buying it. Do you know what they end up buying that property for? What? They bought it for one dollar legally. Yeah. Legally. It was all a hustle for the property guys. Man, remember how they said her husband shot first? Yeah, yeah. It was a, a cop went on the other side of the building, shot through their wall, 10 shots, to make it seem like the bullets were coming from that direction. But it was an actual officer who was doing that. At the, 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 uh, if you can pull it up, they released all this information. It's all, you guys can go check all this stuff out, fact check me all you want. Oh. It's legit. The cops snuck behind the house, and they were the ones who shot in the police's direction to cause the barrage of bullets into the apartment. This story's so fucked up, you guys. So, dude, so Laquan McDonald. I didn't even know that the cop actually got charged with uh, second-degree murder. So Laquan McDonald, yeah, he was 17 years old. Um, he was shot by a white Chicago police officer. Mm. Um, he was behaving oh, erratically. Yeah, yeah, he was walking yeah. down the street, refusing to put down a that. knife. I remember that. Then the only reason why this happened is because of the witness story, right? Or I think it was the body cam. And, but then also there might have been witnesses yeah, also. The store owner, the store owner. Maybe yeah. That's what happened. Man. Yeah, no, but this. but everybody looks at that and says, "Oh, those are only isolated incidents." No, these are the ones that were actually caught on video. Luckily, and Did you call it irrespeable, undisputable. Yeah, or indisputable. Yeah, I think it's indisputable. Yeah, indisputable evidence, and that no one can actually hide and lie and say this didn't happen like that one whole police force that just resigned you gotta hear about that in like texas or something like that i wouldn't be surprised the dude. whole police force, the whole unit all 18 officers resigned and quit so because they got caught on some racist like text thread shit so i had to read this one book one time for one of my um classes uh and, and i'm actually kind of happy i can't remember my teacher's name but he gave me this book it was a Hispanic teacher, and he gave me this book because um, the book, or he gave everybody the book to read. And the book was about um, how, what is it, Border Patrol treat, uh, like, people trying to cross the border. Yeah. You know, so I'm just, I'm mentioning this mostly because I'm trying to explain, like, how I feel people who join, like, Border Patrol or police feel about, like, black people or Hispanic people. Minorities, period. Or minorities, period. But mostly black people, black and brown people. Oh, we're, we're clearly the number one enemy. Yeah, black and brown. It goes black and brown. But anyway, point being, but, um, so, bro, so check this out. So I was reading a book, right? And I got to this one part of the story. 
And one of the Border Patrol officers says, you know, I got a couple tonks in the back room. Do you know what a tonk is? Has to be. No. It's really messed up. Do you want to know what a tonk is? What is it? A tonk is the noise that it makes when you hit them over the top of the head with their baton. <laughs> That's just dirty, man. I Dude, like what low kind of like low life individual would you have to do to, to find pleasure in other people's pain? But like you know that? what's sad about that? Because you know I, I feel like cops are kind of brainwashed and whitewashed to kind of feel like they should do that also too, right? Because I I feel like honestly. The worst run-ins that I've ever had were with black cops anyway. And they're, and they're basically taught to hate themselves. But even Hispanic cops or Border Patrol, they would it's hit them over the head. It's different, though. I get what you're saying, but I've had I've had encounters with both. There's nothing worse than a, a racist cop. I've, coming I've, at you, though, I'm dead serious. No, like, I, I hear what you're like saying. Terminator. It's like Terminator coming after you, man. No, nah, but I hear what you're saying. But I had, ever. bro, the worst the, the black interactions cops, I've had is with black cops. I, I get so it because I feel like, like, just like in Boys in the Hood, like they got something to prove. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you I think get you it. tough? Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> get it, man. I've had those encounters too. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, you kind of know what you're dealing with. You know what I mean? Like you expect that from those punks. You know what I'm saying? When you get that real. Like, I don't give a fuck about you because of your color. You ain't shit to me. And they have the power to no, kill you in your hand, That's bro. what I'm trying to tell you, Smitty. That shit ain't no, like Jason, that's what, that's what I'm trying to tell that's you. That's some fucking scary Bro, I'm shit. trying to tell you. The black cops that I've had interactions with, like, even when I was young and, you know, kind of walking the streets with my mom and everything like that. When I was the youngest, the black cops were the most aggressive. Yeah. And they hated us. The hate, you could feel the hate more. I'm dead serious. I, I'm, I'm, I know exactly what you're saying. And I got that same feeling from them, except it seemed more, it seemed worse and more aggressive and more honest. Definitely more aggressive, but at the same time, you could look them in their eye, man, and you could see that they're lost, man. You almost feel sorry for them. At least I, that was my take. I didn't, nah. I didn't respect I, them, man. I never looked at them as men after that, but it's just, I look at them as being super sad. I'm, none of that's probably coming through. I just realized how far I was from the mic. Yeah, yeah, it might. It, who, I mean, well, this is part of the bonus test anyway, but next time, you know, the sound will be better. But, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I get what you're saying, though. You know, it's, you know, but I don't know. Yeah, I just thought those interactions, you remember Lozada, right? It hurt more, though, too, because you don't expect that. But it probably No, hurt I, I wouldn't even say it hurt more. more I, I think I think it was just, like, it was yeah, surprising. you acting no, like it was surprising. to me, man? I'm one of you, bro. It was Come surprising. On. That's what it was. It, it, I think I got surprised more by it because it just, the, I remember, I remember, like I'm saying, like Lozada, for instance, right? Like Lozada knows a lot of people in my neighborhood, knows a lot of my family members. You know, obviously he's retired now, but. Every time he used to pull up and, you know, talk to one of my cousins or something, you know, it, it, he wouldn't have that type of attitude. And every white, I'm I'm dead serious, like every white cop, because I would point it out to you, but there might have been like only two. But then this one black cop, it was the worst interaction that I've ever had with a black cop because he had hella attitude towards my mom. He was talking to her like she was trash. Even the white cops weren't talking to her like she was trash. Like, he was talking to her like he was white. It, it just, yeah. like, the my thought process would be, like, it reminds me of uh, of, of uh, Dave Chappelle, you know, the black racist guy. Yeah. It was like that. Like that, He probably has, he probably hates his mom. Yeah, probably. Hates himself and his mom, you yeah. know. There's, there's a, unfortunately, man, there's a lot of that going on in our generations, man. Yeah. And they, I feel like they also felt like, well, I did better, so you could too. Kind of forgetting that 
your circumstances might be different. A lot different. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, it is a lot different. Yeah, you know what I mean? Who, who one who fixates their mind yeah. to go into that to that field and act like that? If you go yeah. into that field, you usually want to go with the mind to change and do better, yeah. not go extra harder on your own. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if I was gonna be a cop, which I almost did, um, you were close. I would absolutely give back to the community and tell other little kids, you know, if you don't think you're going to do great in school like me, because most cops suck at school and they're idiots. <laughs> I just had to say that. But uh, <laughs> most of them sucked at everything else except for sports. And, you know, they became cops. But, uh, you know, I can say we do have a brother, you know, uh, that that became a cop. We can't say his name, but he became a cop. But he's an intelligent dude. But his idea was, let me break the cycle. You know, a lot of other cops didn't feel that way. He was like, let me break the cycle, and I want to break the cycle by becoming a cop. You know, but but yeah, it's just I I would give I would totally give back. But you know, unfortunately, a lot of those guys like like even like our 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 brother who's who is a cop. A lot of these dudes just take the job because they needed a job. Yeah. So and, and it pays and well. it pays well. Yeah. So has nothing to do with anything else. So a lot of them don't even care about giving back to the community. They just needed a job. So and it's then, unfortunate. And then they get brainwashed by their superiors yeah. and they see what goes on. Man, I've heard some of the most craziest stories, man, and it's so foul, but man. it's fact as to what they so do. Our 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 cop our cop brother. He told me about how he got sent to do some, what is it, advanced investigation type thing in uh, L.A., right? All the videos basically had a white woman and a black man pimping her. Nothing but. That's it. Nothing but. Nothing else. Just a black man and a white woman. And then people wonder why. Like, oh, why is it? Like, so there's literally no... No non-black pimp in the world, I guess, right, is what they're basically saying. Oh, I, yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. I get it. But, you know. It's just that's... like that same instance uh, when that uh, when that um, junior cop program got caught when um, they were just on that, on that tour, uh-huh. and every target in there was a black male that they were shooting, like yeah. their subjects. Like, like they were using target practice on black males. Like, and it took an ROT student or one of those pre, what do they call yeah, them? Yeah, ROTC. And that's Army, so it's oh. the same thing, but no, it's, I like, they, I it's they a cadet, it's called a yeah. cadet program. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a cadet yeah, right. program, so it took it took one of these kids and one of these cadet programs wanting to be a future police officer to blow the whistle. Was he a black kid? No, nah, he wasn't even black. That's what's oh, that's crazy about it. That's the best part. Well, that's that's the what's best crazy part. about it, man. He just thought it was wrong that the, every picture in there, and he actually videotaped it and showed it. And then they had, to, and then the, they came up with some bullshit story, apologizing and whatever. Like they give a fuck, but long story short, short story long. It's nothing new to where we've always been projected yeah. as the beast and the enemy. And they have no remorse in taking our lives whatsoever because yep. they continue to do it and get away with it without even thinking twice about it after George Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> and so that just lets you know it doesn't even fucking matter, really. They're going to keep doing what they wanted because that's what it's designed to do. So let me tell you one thing, I guess, before we could cut this off because I think we actually just went 30 minutes or it might have been longer. Let me see. Let me see. Coming up on 30 minutes or something. Sound but, check, sound check. Yeah, 27, 27 minutes. But so one of my one of my coworkers, um, he's also uh, a minority. Uh, not 
same minority as you and myself, right? But he was telling me, you know what, I guess he was reading kind of this article and he basically said, and I'm not saying, obviously no one is saying everybody feels that way, but he was saying that people who don't look like us and really run the country, you know, obviously you know who I'm getting at. Um, he said when we get jobs, you know, high paying jobs or jobs in general that we feel that are skilled jobs, he said he read some article that basically said those people feel like we're taking them something from them. You know, which is kind of sad, right? Like we're wow. taking something from them. Uh, not to say that, you know, I mean, that's just that's just that's just an opinion. You know, obviously it's not fact. I don't I don't know if this is fact, but I could see that being the case. I've ran into people before that I felt like they have this attitude towards me like I let you have that, you know, kind of like or I'm the reason why you have this is because I did my part in helping out people that look like you you know what i mean like i, I kind of got that feeling i could be wrong it could be oversensitivity i'm, I'm not gonna lie about that that's why it's called just our point of view but you know it's just what stuff we've gone through man yeah i've gone through similar situations to where you're dealing with people who feel like they did you a favor or something like that you know over some bullshit where you're just they're more skilled at the yeah. job than them but, yeah, you know we're never gonna get the respect we deserve man we're, we're literally the rodney danger field of society Last thing I would say about that is, you know, one of my one of these guys I was hanging out with when uh, we were hanging out with uh, Eric one time, uh, one of the guys asked me, we were talking about something, right? It got really deep, but I told him, I was like, you know what? You know, it's unfortunate. I told him in my lifetime, I don't think by the time I die that I'll be an equal human being to you in society's eyes. I think society's always still going to look at us and be like, ah, they're 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 not equals. Regardless of what I do, I could, I could, I could go off and you know, even like Oprah, right? Like I bet you people still won't look at her as an equal. They still won't, just because she's black. You know what I mean? Like it's unfortunate, but I told him that. You know, I like I said, I could be overly sensitive, but I, but I told him I was like, you know what? When I die, I still won't think that people will view me equally as you. And I know what you was thinking, like well, you know, we talked about that before, but he's like, that don't matter. But it kind of does. It's kind of sad that other people still be like, eh. Yeah, you know. those are those shallow people whose opinion yeah. don't matter, man. They don't respect human life anyway. A lot more shallow people in the United States than people yeah, who across ain't shallow, the world. Right? Across the world, man. Yeah, a lot of those people have power. Yeah, they just said it, man. They just they saw it the other day. I, I was watching the news the other day, and they said that the Oath Keepers, that their secret, uh, one of their uh, leaked documents came out, and it literally has. 233 and this is in california uh -huh. this is in california 233 high-ranking politicians lawyers yeah. judges yeah, yeah and police oh yeah yeah that makes sense they were the ones responsible for january 6th yeah 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 and get out of here with that shit man they're and these they, people and they didn't want to call it a right power they still have it no Most i know of these people are getting slaps on the wrist it's a joke it's a and, joke, bro. And you know what's funny, though? You got people of us getting locked, looking like us getting locked up for fucking 200 years for having a pound of weed on them. These motherfuckers yeah. killed the motherfucker, stormed our capital, made us look like idiots weak to the world, yeah. and they're getting slept. You know what? I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's, it's frustrating me right now. <laughs> it's, it's sad, too, but, you know, it helps when you have that corporate color. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. A corporate color yeah, lets you amazing. do a lot of things. It is sometimes. Amazing, amazing privilege. But you know what, though, I I would say this though, it, it that is sad. But all we want is a fair shot. All we want yeah. to be looked at as equal. <laughs> Hopefully, things are changing. You know, but I don't know. It is it's getting better. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. very but slowly. At a very snail's pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I was talking with one of my friends, but it's amazing, like, the laws that they pass when they're, you know, for for other people uh, when things happen. But when something happens to us, it's like, ah, we need a few more deaths before we could pass a law for that. Oh, yeah. oh there we go. You guys hit the you guys hit the golden mark. You guys hit ten deaths. Now let's make a wrong law. We could just talk about reparations, for instance. <laughs> like, like they're still making a big deal about giving us reparations. I'm surprised it's even in conversation still. Which, but they, yeah. if you think about it, everybody else has gone through a, a significant trafficking um, ordeal. Has gotten it. Yeah, Native, Native Americans. Americans. Yep, number one. I mean, that's kind of it. No, you could drop the mic on that though. No, I'm just saying you could drop the mic on Native Americans. The Jewish people are still getting stifled. The Jews, yeah. they get stifled. No, yeah. no disrespect. I love my boys. Yeah, nah. They they get money. They, you yeah. know what I mean. Like anybody who's whose blood traced back to the Holocaust and all that crazy shit that happened. Yeah, yeah. they get money. They get reparations. That what 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 was it? What starts with the L? Is it Liz, Lisbon or? Lisbon or whatever, a country where one of the countries over there. I think it is Lisbon. So what they they is get it Lisbon? United yeah, States like are paying them reparations for that shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you us, the United States, yeah. we're paying. We have our homeless population and all kinds of shit, but we're paying reparations to, and whatever. Like I said, it's not politically profitable to do stuff for black people. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that and laugh, but it's not politically profitable to do anything for black people. Yeah, that's wild. You have to make it sweeping. So it's like, yeah, wild. when you're trying to help out poor this people. This country is built on yeah. us, man. They laugh at us and kill us. It's yeah. crazy. Which is why I don't like when people call me African-American. That's one thing we can say about that, too. I, I'm not an African-American. I feel like someone who migrates here from Africa is African-American. I feel like someone who here looks like me and was born here and, you know, you always hear your friends talk about like, oh, I'm first or second or third generation. Like, no, I'm just like, I'm here. I'm an American. I'm as American or more American than most other people. So it's yeah. really weird when people are like, oh, you're African-American. No, I'm not. I mean, you can say that if it makes you feel more comfortable, but I'm not African-American. So I'm never just American. Been, I've never been to Africa. I want to go. Yeah, yeah, same here, yeah. <laughs> I've never been there, though. Never stepped foot. One last question. Would you, you know how Ghana actually said that if we wanted to get dual citizenship, we could? I've been thinking about it lately. I, I kind of want to have dual citizenship. Most other Americans are able to get dual citizenship because they have European heritage. I kind of want to. Even though, like I said, still I don't consider myself African-American, but I kind of want to just because... Hey man, everybody else has that privilege. Where our we blood don't came from. Yeah. Our blood is 100% African. Yeah. Yes, we were born and raised in the United States, never been to Africa, but technically our blood is African American, so they call us it. Europeans, I get it. Japanese people who've never Same been to thing. Europe or ja Japan, and they still Japan, have. Right? Yeah, yeah. I get it. Japanese, yeah. Just another knock on us, you know. What I mean? yeah, yeah. Another another reason why we have to go extra hard on everything we do just to be considered this, the prime example. But funny that you're touching on this subject uh, my brother called me last night and said uh he did that african ancestry thing mm -hmm. so i'm from cameroon cameroon yeah i have blood in um west it's west african also i could even tell you right now sure i guess we'll keep it running a little bit longer is that all did you did he do 23 and me or uh, he did 23 and me too which i think is utter complete utter bullshit but yeah uh turns out we were they say we're nigerian 
They so twenty three and me has fixed all of their issues because it was kind of fake at first, and they're actually putting out fake. I can't remember what it was. I have to look I, that I, up. I see the story. I remember, and they were yeah. selling selling DNA to the feds. That's when they lost me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say like uh, I forget what it was, so don't quote me on that. But um, but dang, I forget my login. But anyway, oh there it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell you what I what I am too. You said uh Nigerian? I think I'm not. I think I'm. No, uh, having... that was what Twenty Three and Me said, but I I found that false. Uh, unless it's on my mom's side, but my dad's side is Cameroon. Cameroon from Cameroon. Yeah, West African Nigerian uh, coastal around the coast. Yeah, same with the or actually I don't know uh, Nigerian, uh, Ghanaian, which is why I was thinking about maybe getting a. Dual citizenship. Yeah, dual citizenship. And then Congolese was the other major one. Wow, that's dope. Congolese, and Southern we East Africa. 100% um, Cameroonian. Yeah, but yeah, then crazy. they said, uh, yeah, like 13% white. Yeah, no, 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 dude. Um, bro, it's it's weird, but, you know, whatever, man. Like 19% European. British Irish. Yeah, 13%. Wow, I think I was British Irish, too, 13%. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because a lot of people from Britain and Ireland came here. So this just was looking good to him, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only reason why I'm lighter than you is just a recessive gene. Like, there's no other reason for me to be lighter than you because technically, you and I are the same generation. It's just that I ended up having a recessive gene. Well, actually, no. I think I found out that I think my grandmother's dad is Irish. Your grandma and my grandma look like they could be sisters, though, yeah. which is crazy. They both look yeah. like they're 100% Native American down there. Yeah, yeah. Which is wild, because there's no Native American in my blood that says these things. I never take one from myself. It absolutely is Native American in your blood. I understand. We know that for sure. I understand. Yeah. But based on these things, there is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's how you know it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my grandma, you can't tell me my grandma, may her soul rest in peace. Yes. It's not Native American, yeah, man. She, she absolutely has that. <laughs> absolutely. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, come on. And she's from, like, Mississippi down there, man. You know what I mean? Speaking of, you know what I've been noticing? Dang, this, this is going a little bit longer, but we should probably cut it soon. But I don't even think I have to do any editing. But, um, but, um. Again, reservation dogs? Reservation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bonus. A bonus. What? We'll call Reservoir it a bonus dogs? test. Reservation Dogs on Hulu. It's a new show about Native Americans. Oh, I haven't even seen or heard about that. So I've been watching that, and then I've been watching this other show called This Fool, which is on Hulu also, and it's about uh, Hispanics in L.A., which it's about one Hispanic who's kind of like, uh, kind of like, um, like kind of square and trying to come up in the world, you know, and trying to be positive, and then his cousin gets out of jail, you know, and he's like a ghetto uh, Mexican dude, right? So it's kind of dope because it's, it's kind of a spin on, like, other TV shows that black people have been doing also. You got the one square guy, and then you got the one, you know, then you got the other people who are still hella ghetto. Right. So which is kind of the case of that show. But one thing that I say about that, but obviously, you know, this is Hispanics in L.A. But one thing I'll say about that is that brown people in general, they're just like black people, dude. Man, All of our culture you know, outside of, you know, outside of the religions and things like that. And it's it's all the same. Like, they're just man, like man. black people, dude. Reservation dogs. They're just like black people. It's really it's really uncanny. They always, I always, and I'm a firm believer in, man, we're way more alike than we are different, man. If we could just get past the bullshit. Well, I don't, I don't think there's BS. Well, I get what you're saying with, with everybody. Yeah. With everybody. With everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I was going to say, that's one thing at least I could say is that with 
brown people and Native American people, they don't look down upon us. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's only one race. Well, no, Asians look down on us as well, but that's either near or there. That's another. That's another topic for another. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. But certain, certain, that's certain just ones. Yeah. They, that's their heroes, or they listen to their heroes. Yeah, but you know and Japan actually. That's the only and Koreans, greatly and Koreans, Japan yeah. and Koreans. But I would say, I would say, I would say. A lot of people who are well, no, nah, I mean Filipinos I don't know. as well. No. New generation Filipinos. I remember hiding in closets when I was a kid. I would say, <laughs> I would honestly say though too. I kind of think a lot of that is. I think all Asians in general. I'll be honest. I'm dead serious. I think all Asians in general like us, if they have the opportunity to know us. The ones who judge us without giving us the opportunity to learn anything about us, those are the ones that usually dislike us. Because I've I've had like um because Vietnamese people are really cool and they get along with black people a lot yeah. too. But I've had like I've actually met this one girl who said, Oh, I would never date a black guy. One black guy robbed my dad. So he hates all black people. I don't know. Thousands and thousands of white people did very bad things to my ancestors, but should I just be like, oh, I hate all white people? Everybody would have a problem with that if I said that. Absolutely. Every single person on the planet Earth would be like, that's not okay. That's Absolutely. Not okay. But she literally said like, oh, I know I would never date a black person because one black person robbed my dad and he hates black people. He would disown me. I honestly feel like if you feel like your parents would disown you, if I was in love with somebody that my parents didn't agree with and I really cared about her and she was a good person, obviously, right? She or he, you know, we 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 are good with everybody doing whatever they want to do out there, right? But but yeah, if I was with in a relationship with a woman and and she was a really good person and her parents would disown her or my parents would disown me for caring about her and wanting to be with her, I disown them. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. See, ya. I'm gonna do what's right. Yeah, because that that that's wrong. It's just wrong, flat wrong, man. And you know it's wrong. And for you to act out on that, you know, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. No, and the cool thing is, though, too, you know, like I've told you about that before, and I told, like, some of my Filipino friends, but I actually thought Filipino were light-skinned black people when I grew up. Like, my grandmother didn't care about race. Even though she grew up in the South, she grew up in New Orleans, where black people get treated horribly. But I never viewed Asian people or Filipinos or Hispanic. I never viewed them as anything else but my equal. And and I still don't now, you know, or I still do now. <laughs> that sounded bad, but yeah, I still do now. You know what I mean? Like I view them as my equal. Same thing. You know, we always have, though. I think that's what kind of sets thing. us apart yeah. from a lot of people. Cause we're able to, we grew up in the Bay area. Yeah. So even the ones that don't respect me, I, yeah. I still view them as my equal. I'm just like, and well, just you're like, taught well, wrong. It's, it, we grew up in San Francisco. Which yeah. is the melting pot of yeah. culture. Oh yeah. Especially in the nineties when we grew up. There wasn't really a difference back yeah. then. We all kind yeah. of blended together. You could actually even look at the gang format back then. Yeah. The gangs were mixed. It wasn't yeah. just like, and it was like, well, you could go to Southern California where you could see black gang, Latin gang, Chinese gang. Yeah. Yes, it had the elements, but it also had that. That was more like, you know, Chinese mafia. Yeah. And they had like, of course, the Norteños. Then they had the Sedanios. But even the Norteños, that was so black. I know hella black, hella my niggas are Norteños. And they're straight yeah, up yeah. niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Northern California and Latinos are a lot different than Southern California Latinos from that aspect. Yeah, exactly. But you could just, just even the gang culture, you could tell it's way different up here than it is anywhere else. So now, now more so, it's spreading. Like, you can see in Miami, Chicago, 
fucking New York. There's hell yeah. of all that shit's blending in now. You can't even really tell nowadays, but I could tell you a little bit about that, bro. It was one of these books that I read, and it was written by um by by it might have been one black person, but it might have been multiple black people. Unfortunately, what it is is it's called um it's not really called styling. I was thinking of it as called styling, but it's called uh what is it um forget the exact word, but basically wanting to be a part of something greater than yourself, which improves your worth. And it's unfortunately a lot of black people or just, it's not really just black people, though. Right. A lot of black people do it because for the most part, we are kind of in the dumps and kind of in the mud. But poor people in general, the idea is that if you're a part of something that's bigger than yourself, it makes you feel like your life is a lot bigger than what it is. Ah. And unfortunately, that's why a lot of people join gangs and that's why it's still so big now. Right. You know, what I mean, like, do I really believe like all of these rappers are in gangs? Like, no. Do I do? I think they know somebody that's really in the gang. Yeah. But do I really think that a lot of these rappers, even the female ones are in gangs? Absolutely not. Like, no, I think they're just doing that just because it's profitable. Selling records. They're pushing yeah, yeah. a narrative. Yeah. Pushing a, a fucked up narrative, but yeah. yeah, man, we're gonna talk about that too, man. The rap game is a hustle. Yeah, unfortunately, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, I think even what's the name said it right. Like uh, uh, I think what's the name said it best in the uh, bigger picture. You know, he said I rap about guns and drugs in my song, but he was like, but I'm still telling my youngest to get that out there and vote. But he's admitting that he just says all this BS just so he can sell records, even though he did used to do it, but he shouldn't be rapping about it anymore because. I feel like more kids, yeah, I feel like more kids think it's cool to actually get out there, you know, with a gun and all that more than it is for kids to be out. Hey, let me go try to be an engineer or let me go try to be a caseworker. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I mean, more so, I think a lot of the case, but more so in our days coming up now, the rap game is so fluff now, like. The stuff my son listens to, I know he's not worried about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just saying, like, I mean, there's probably inner city kids or kids who are really low who are, who who feel like that. But for the most part, I think that that day, that boat has sailed, man. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's finally catching on that that shit is whack. And let's Especially because of, school, like, Kendrick. Sports, yeah. Kendrick, J. Cole. J. Cole's, um, yeah, man. Everybody, Vince Staples. Man. Yeah. Um, who else is out there, man? Yeah, a lot of a lot of the new rappers like yeah, Chicago. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Chance? Chance. I don't like Chance. I don't like Chance. Chance. I think he's fake. I think he's fake. Uh, I think that's fake, bro. I'm dead serious. But we could talk about he that still another day. He pushes a narrative that's positive though, he so he can't does, front on it. But he also kind of seems like he's but, preachy sometimes. Kind of like Lecrae. He's very preachy. Kind of like Lecrae. Like, uh, bro, but Kendrick gets his point across without being preachy. But like I said, we got to... Kendrick is dope, man. That's what it is, man. (laughs) We got to save that for another... Vince... Vince... Vince Cena? Vic Cena? Oh, Vic Mensa? Vic Mensa. Yeah, yeah. Vic Mensa and um, uh, Lupe Fiasco, Talib... Talib Kweli actually been doing it the longest. And Nas. Yeah, yeah. And Nas. Mighty, mighty most. My favorite rapper of all time, Hussein Bey. Man, Nasir, Nasir is my favorite rapper ever still, man. Nas Nas is the guy. Yeah, yeah. Nas is still relevant to this day rapping. That's crazy. His best song to me ever still was Rewind. It didn't even have a positive message. It's just the fact that he rapped the story in reverse and you could see it happening in your head. You didn't even have to have a video. You know, you I'm just sitting there listening. That's to the when phone. storytelling was rapid, yeah. man. That's when you had to have real, 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 real life bars to get to to be noticed, even man. This is we got Nas a- comes from the pre 
pre-social media day yeah. where he actually had to be dope to get on. We gotta we gotta save this for another day too, because we're talking about rappers. But that actually brings me to my second favorite rapper, which is um uh uh what's the name? Why am, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, uh um the Jack Jacka. May soul rest in peace. Yep, Jacka. Every time he rapped, he was telling a story. Like you could see it. Like you could see pictures without even uh seeing it in front of you or seeing the video. I love listening to his music. Like he he had positive messages too. To this day, man, you know he's Muslim. Five percenter. Yeah, I'm not mistaken, lit, right? He was five percenter. Really uh, five percent really pushing that narrative. Yeah, he's a hustle. Yeah, he had to get money based off these confines that we were in. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know, school yeah, is yeah. not for everybody. But um he definitely was a positive figure. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was taken way too soon, man, by a sucker. A dope fiend killed Jacka, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sucker. It is what it is, Didn't man. Didn't know who he was. Yep. Just thought he was an easy come up, man. No respect. Broken. Broken. Oh. Can't believe that shit. Makes me mad to the day when I think about it. So how you want to wrap this up? I mean, you know, I I'll get in the last word, but how you want to finish this off? Um, like like I said, um, we got a lot to talk about and we want input and you know, we'll we'll keep doing the videos also. Hopefully you guys are downloading this on, on Amazon Music and downloading this on um on uh Apple or Apple iPod pack whatever the hell it's called apple podcasts whatever it is you know we, th this episode should be going up pretty soon and we'll have another episode actually we're going to give you guys two episodes in one so i'm gonna drop another episode for us by monday so this one's gonna go up what's today the 10th the 9th the 9th this one's going up on the 9th and we're going to record another one on the 10th so what do you how, how do you want to that's wanna it man it? uh thanks for tuning in guys we appreciate your time and um we're gonna keep it going yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, remember, don't take everything serious. This is just our point of view. A lot of people always like to think when people say things that we're saying it like it's a fact. Only thing that's a fact is, is that Nas is probably the greatest rapper ever. <laughs> and I will say the only other thing that's a fact is that, yeah, white people don't like us. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, tune in. Um, like I said, um, it's not facts. It's just our point of view. That's it, man. And so I'll just put a smile on your face at the end of the day. So peace. Yep.